You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Having a big chat in the studio here at Sports Day Central. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here for your Wednesday night. Gee, it's a big night. It's a big day in sport. We're talking about we need more sound effects. I, I like the sound effects, Jace. I do like your sound effects. Hello? I like, that's one of my favourites. But I did say to Sattler, Jace, listeners, and hello, listeners, and, and Woogie. Hello, mate. I've just said to uh, Woogie, we need to find some, um, some more sound effects. Mm. So... Can you get on that? I was just I was just putting in some notes from our show that's coming up tonight compared to last Wednesday. And last Wednesday was the day I think our show jumped the shark. Which is Fonzie. Which is Fonzie, the last episode of – or no, that episode of uh, Happy Days where Fonzie actually jumped a shark on his motorbike. That's it. That's it. The show's over. Yeah. Um, it's when we talked about Joe Biden farting in front of Camilla. <laughs> Yeah, that was a low point. That, that's a, that's that was a low point. How, how do we come back from that, Sats? Well, we did actually have some text messages on Monday night <laughs> um, requesting those noises again. Oh, did we? I'm a little bit concerned about the listener that is actually requesting those noises. I bet you it's from none of our sober listeners. Mm. Uh, we have a few uh, like to have a, a drink after knocking off from work. So, so you uh, should. Yeah, so you should. Do it. Uh, drink responsibly. Welcome to a big Wednesday night show, of course. There's a big fight happening at uh, Kudos Bank Stadium tonight between Timmy Zoo. I can't wait for this. I, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than a lot of people uh, think. Of course, uh, Takeshi Inouye is uh, his opponent, and he's already turned up. Takeshi, he's been in, he's been shadow boxing in the ring at Kudos Bank uh, Stadium already. Well, what a lot of boxers do do if they're very well prepared is they they do go and check the ring. They'll see how bouncy it is, and also they see how tight the ropes are or how loose the ropes are as well, which could change their game plan going into the fight. Mm. We had the pleasure this afternoon of chatting with uh, Cam Smith, one of the greats to play the game, uh, host of the Captain's Run with uh, Dan and Kemp, a very well-produced radio show, that one, I must admit. Are you waiting for me to fill the space there? <laughs> are you? Is that, is that Move you? On. Is that you, Woogie? Move on. Um, but uh, Cam Smith uh, took a, a break from feeding the chooks uh, on his little farm yep. on the Gold Coast. It's not a Abbott. farm. If you talk to Billy Slater, it's far from a farm. Yeah, right. He doesn't, he's only got a couple of chickens. Well, he hasn't got any horses or goats. or well, even, You only need one goat, don't you, on the farm. <laughs> so there's one goat on the farm, I suppose. He's the only goat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I imagine Cam on his, on his little hobby farm on, on the back of a horse. No saddle, mm. just a rope, tethered rope. <laughs> No shirt on like uh, Vladimir Putin. That's how I see He's him. He's a little bit hairier than Vladimir Putin. <laughs> or he looks like a bear on a <laughs> on the back of a horse. But this is how I this is how no, I he actually looks like a goat on the back of a horse. 
That's how hairy he is. He is hairy. Yeah. Isn't he? Anyway, uh, Cam Smith will be joining us. And boy, he's... Uh, and the he, reason being is because it's Melbourne, the Melbourne, Melbourne Storm, Storm studio, studio tonight. Yeah. Who's your favourite Storm? Billy player? Slater. Billy Slater. Mm. I had a man crush on Billy. Did you? Yeah. You know we're on air. I do. And I'm, okay. I'm not ashamed of that as well. Okay. Yeah, to play against Billy really early on in his career is a real pest. He used, to, he used to niggle a lot early on in his career and... I didn't see him doing it late in his career. I might be wrong, but he used to niggle. And I, my last year, my first last two years, I played against Billy when he was with Melbourne, and I, a little bit like Darren Lockyer, the ball used to get kicked down. He played in the centres the first couple of years, but sometimes he spent some time at fullback. The ball would go down, and you'd go down for kick chase, and you'd get the ball, and you'd start running it back, and you just start scar- stargazing, watching, going, he looks like a great athlete, this kid. Look at him. And then you realise you had to tackle him. But... Um, yeah, Billy Slater's my favourite. GI for me. Mm. And I mean, there's always that South connection, but I've always admired Greg Inglis as a player. Outstanding. And I know you're going to ask Cam about uh, Greg Inglis as well, but uh, Hoffman, good player as well. Really underrated. Wasn't he? Ryan Hoffman, because he was amongst so many great players. Um, but Cam is in my top three. I just I'd, I admired how good But he's how an obvious he choice, right? He's an obvious choice. Uh, another one is Matty Geyer. Yeah. I loved Matty Geyer. Dallas Johnson. I just I thought he's just a, a player that held that club to, that club together on the field. And Finchy, <laughs> Finchy in '09, um, and but one of my all-time favourites, both on and off the field, Robbie Kearns. Oh yeah, one of the the true gentlemen off the field, but also one of the funniest characters you'll ever meet. One of our stable mates too, Noddy, Brett Kamali. Yeah, first premier, Clive Churchill medalist yeah. in '99. Yeah, geez, mm. they've had some good talent go through, and they just keep yeah. finding them. Who's your favourite Storm player? Uh, of all time, 0457-736-736. It is the Melbourne Storm uh, studio tonight. And our chat with Cam Smith uh, just went on. And it was, and when I say didn't go on in a boring way, it was so much that he wanted to talk about that it's a two-parter tonight. So you the first found, part coming up in 10 minutes. What I found really interesting tonight is one about his future, whether it's coaching or where he may end up one day. Another one is... His comments surrounding the 2010 salary cap scandal. Yeah, now... Behind closed doors, what everyone was thinking and, and how it started evolving and him not knowing what was happening. And uh, it's it's quite interesting. It is very interesting. Mm. Very interesting indeed. And I don't think he's actually... I haven't heard him talk about this, what actually happened inside that room yep. at training that day. So we'll have a chat about that. Uh, we're going to talk about the Socceroos last night, Drew. One all with China. It, it, I'm telling you, it's, I don't know. This is, abuse me, do whatever. I think this has put soccer back 20 years, this game last night. I, I watched it and I just, I was so disappointed. It was a boring game. It was a boring affair. It was, I don't know what's going on with the Socceroos. I personally think that they haven't gone forward at all. Uh, under uh, under Graham Arnold, I just think they they've either stored no. or gone backwards. No, Again, I just, I just but, don't think there's enough depth. And well, we lose, that, we, that might be. We lose Aaron well. Moy two weeks ago, who went back to Shanghai. He's a he's an integral part of that Australian Socceroos side. We're a completely different side with Aaron Moy when he plays. It purely comes down to lack of depth at the moment. Well, I'd love to get our listeners' views too. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We have got a tough journey ahead of us. We'll talk to Adam Peacock, and I will not have ahead you of that. What? Diss my mate Graham Arnold as well. I'm not dissing him, mate. I'm just offering an opinion as mm. a as a person who is well versed well, in the else. round ball game. Offer it somewhere else. I only watch the Socceroos to be honest, and they don't look as fast as they used to be. All right, 
They're faster than you. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, righto. Uh, we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, sea Eagles will return to a retro jersey design. I like it. Yeah, I do It's too. really clean. It's neat. I like it. I really do. What is the best jersey in world sport? Well, like, it, 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 does it come down to the team that you support? Well, I mean, it could be because you have an emotional connection, right? I still love the Dallas Cowboys. Number with, one. With the, with the yeah, star on it. That's a number one NFL jersey. Is it? Yeah, in relation to sales. What about uh, – I've <laughs> – I've got a San Francisco 49ers jersey at home with Jared Hayne on the back. Does anyone want to buy it off me? Mm. Does anyone want to take it? <laughs> I'll pay the postage. <laughs> that cost me 200 bucks. Yeah. Went bunter, didn't it? Went crazy. Uh, I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. I love Green Bay is an ugly jersey, but I love it. I love it for what it stands for, the, the, the town. Um, but uh, my, the, my favourite jersey of all time, is of course the South Sydney jersey, of course, but put that aside. Which one? Oh, just the the, the one that your old man used Carnival to wear. Really, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. old-fashioned one without the black or anything in it. All yeah, yep. yeah. But the Panthers chocolate soldiers. Yeah, I love that jersey. And change in nineteen ninety one. See the photo I put up last night on Twitter with with Cardi in it. Yeah, old jersey. Yeah, yeah. Looked amazing, didn't it? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What is the best jersey in sport? I'd love to get your thoughts on that tonight. Um, and one other thing too. This is a community service announcement before we get into the Ashes squad. Um, I got a new scam call today, so they've given up on me about deliveries. Funny enough, I got a I got a text from Australia Post yesterday saying your deliveries coming today. I'm going, oh yes, yeah, scam. It was my South membership pack. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's a real one. Today, I got a phone call from these scammers saying, we are calling on behalf of the Australian NBN. Uh, if we don't update your details or whatever, uh, we're going to we're going to cut off your NBN. I've gone, oh, this is great. So I stayed on the line. <laughs> I spoke to this lady and she uh, she said, you're going to lose your NBN. I said, good, I, I want to lose my NBN because my kids aren't bloody talking to me. So if you cut the internet off, you are doing me a favour. She hung up on me. <laughs> I can't believe the scam hung up on me. Is that like the, the Seinfeld episode when the telemarketer rings Jerry and says, oh, we're just trying to sell this product. He said, listen, can, I, can you give me your number and I'll give you a call back later? <laughs> and telemarketer says, no, that's not the way it works. He goes, oh, so you don't like me calling you. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. Ah, uh, watch out for those scammers. Righty out. Let's get into this sports update time. Sports day, sports update. Uh, before we go to a break, the Ashes squad name today, Sats. Do you want to run through the squad from Timmy Payne, the captain? Yeah, I think it's uh, probably most expected in relation to um, everyone that's been named in the side. Tim Payne, captain, Pat Cummins, Cameron Green, Marcus Harris, Josh Hazelwood, Travis Head, Usman Khawaja, Manas Labashane. Uh, Nathan Lyon, Michael Nisar, Jai Richardson, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Mitchell Swepson, David Warner, and probably two of the most notable ones out of there, Jace, is first one is Mitch Marsh after his uh, T20 campaign or the late part of the T20 campaign. Many started to believe that he would be fighting for that that number five position in the batting order. And the other one is, of course, uh, Matty Wade. Mm, dropped. Yeah. Oh, And they've picked... Look, Marcus Harris, I, I assume um, he's in the squad because he, you know, a bit of loyalty as well. And he's been getting some runs. Uh, but Matty Wade's just had a fairly good T20 World Cup. He hasn't had a chance well, to play well, that's Sheffield Shield. the question Shield. we asked Ian Healy the other night, didn't we? Is T20, could you still use that as a as a selection gauge 
even though it's a completely different format, not from the the way you play T20, but your ability to handle pressure. And that's what the Ashes is about. It's about pressure. Yeah, but in his defence, he hasn't had a chance to play shield cricket because he's been representing Australia. Yeah. I thought it was a bit tough that he wasn't named in the squad. I'm not saying put him in the 11, but name him, I think it's a 15-man squad. Obviously, there's two batting spots available. There's the opening spot and number five. Well, Marcus Harris will be the opener. Okay, so Warner. Consi- okay, let's say that's a lock. Who gets the number five spot? Is it Uzi or is it Travis Head? Well, again, if if the Sheffield Shield is based on form, you'd have to go on Usman Khawaja across the entire format at the moment because he scored the most runs. He scored, what, 70, 70 on a green pitch at the Gabba yeah. two weeks ago where the first test is going to be held. So, you know, familiar surroundings means a lot to a side because it, it cuts down on the preparation need of a side. Yeah. I, I, like, I like this new Usman Khawaja. Well, I, I, in fairness, he may not be new. Maybe still the same old Uzi and he's just in a rich vein of form at the moment. But he seems to be enjoying himself. Even those comments he made tongue-in-cheek about Ian Chappell, I, I think he's enjoying himself. Oh, he's, it's also, Jace, I believe, is that he's... Maturing? Well, no, he's at the end of his... He's at the end from an age perspective, at the back end of his career. And you tend to not get too caught up and concerned about too much. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. You just let your cricket do the talking, and if you make an outlandish comment, who cares? You know, I've been there in the game long enough, and that's probably the attitude that he's got. But he's made what three hundred so far this year. He yeah. has to get in. If you've got to pick a team on form, and he's got experience, mm. it's whether he fits into that side, according to Justin Langer. But I like the squad. Um, I'd like to see Michael Nisa get a role as well. I, I, I think he's an outstanding bowler. And you're a massive fan of Jai Richardson. I think Jai Richardson, the bowler, I think he's. Uh, I think he'll play a, a real integral role in the Ashes, in the back end of the Ashes. I hope so, because I think we, we – I'm not a fan of rotating bowlers. I remember we went through that policy a few years ago. Sports Science said you must, you know, rotate them. I hope he gets a crack – at some stage throughout the Test Series because he is an outstanding cricketer, Jai Richardson. Mm. I mean, he, what did he get for – he got something like $2 million for the IPL. So yeah. it's not as if he's a, a Johnny-come-lately. You yep. know what he can do. 0457 736 736, your texts on your favourite Storm players uh, and also your favourite jersey. You got some there, Sats? Yeah, favourite Storm players, we've got um – Hi, lads. Uh, St. Boyd has said Brett White. Now, I heard a really good story from uh, Craig Bellamy a couple of weeks ago at the function saying Brett White is what he's a, what epitomised the Melbourne Storm player. Mm. Didn't have a lot of skill, wasn't fast, but just he just sapped every little bit of energy out of his career and worked harder than any other player. Michael Crocker, he was a designated hitman, St. Boyd, for the Storm mm-hmm. player. Remember, he took out Brett Stewart in that 2007 grand final really early from a from a high ball from Cooper Cronk. Um, Cameron Smith was my favourite player. No names. Make sure you put your name and where you're from um, so we can acknowledge you as well and where you're from. Uh, Cameron Smith is a way he could have captain, inspire and lead the side around the field. It's interesting, again, sorry to keep dropping names, but when I was fortunate enough to interview um, Craig Bellamy a couple of weeks ago, I, I spoke to him about last year's, or this, sorry, this year's grand final qualifier against the Panthers. And he said it was the worst game we played all year. He said we just looked like we didn't know each other. And he said we just had to straighten up and get back to what we were good at. 
He said if Cam Smith was playing number nine, he said we would have got back on track within five or ten minutes and we there would have won go. that game. That's the influence was, we, he had on a he had on a game. All right, we're going to get to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to the all-new Kia Sportage. What a beautiful-looking car. It's been unleashed. Uh, make sure you go and take one for a test drive when we come back. Part one of our chats with Melbourne Storm great Cam Smith here on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Get the 2000 this year. Oh, Cameron Smith, he slipped over and he still got it. What a moment that is. Throws the advertising padding away, moves in from the sideline, falls over like he's on an ice skating rink and takes the crossbar right out of play. Yeah, see, my job is to find the highlights, the great highlights of players' careers. Hey, you, st- you still nailed it, Cam Smith. I-, I can't believe that. The fans are giving it to him as yeah. well, weren't they? Roosters as well. Oh, thanks, boys. It, it, show, it shows how short my highlights were in my career. <laughs> one of them featured was me slipping over, kicking a goal. But um, that was a uh, that, yeah, that was actually a uh, oh, it was a good moment, but a funny moment in, in my career is uh, exactly as what he just called that. The the fans, the Roosters fans, are absolutely giving it to me, leaning over the fence. And I remember setting up the ball, and I, I looked at the turf around where my kicking tee was, and I'm like, this just it's real sandy. There wasn't much grass coverage, and I thought, oh, this this doesn't feel good. Sure enough, I've I've gone in to kick it and gone straight on my backside, and to much of my to my surprise, I've looked up and it's just sailing across the uh, the black dot. So. Yeah, yeah, quite good. a funny one, but yeah, quite a memorable moment too. And the look you gave the Roosters supporters as you're running back was, was great. <laughs> let's let's run through your stats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, let's run through your stats. This is my job every night. Not bad, not bad. Okay. Uh, NRL yeah. uh, record holder for most career games, 430. Record Three. holder, uh, 433, yep. sorry. Yes, record holder for most career points. 56 tests for Australia. World Cups, uh, three of them. Four nations, a stack of them, 42 games for Queensland, Golden Boot Award on two occasions, Dally M Player of the Year on two occasions, uh, Dally M Hooker of the Year about a dozen times, three premierships and 400 games. Uh, well, did he match or beat Bill Harrigan as referee? That's, I can't, as, a, as a blue supporter, I had to chuck that in, Cam. Cameron Smith, uh, Melbourne Storm legend. Welcome to Sports Day. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. And, yeah, thank you, thank you for that little introduction. It was lovely. Thanks, Jake. I love listening to one of the uh, former referees, and you might be able to re- remind us who it was. He said, when Cam used to come and talk to me as a captain, I used to always want to just sit down and put my feet up and have a beer with him and talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was uh, Matt Checkin. Matty Checkin, it was, yeah, too. I think, yeah, I think it was Matty Checkin. So because he, he, he finished up this year, he decided yeah. to give it away. And I think that was – I reckon that was one of the first questions he was asked in – in an interview when he uh, announced his retirement was, what was it like to referee Cameron Smith? And <laughs> yeah, he made that remark that it was like, it was actually, he was, he was that engaging that he wanted to sort of pull up and have a, <laughs> have a quiet, have a quiet beer or a coffee or something like that. But, um, oh, it's funny boys. I, I, I get, uh, I get sort of, um, teased a little bit about that still to this day by not so much, you know, storm supporters or Queensland supporters, more, more the New South Wales 
people mm. or, or people that support other teams outside of the storm about, you know, the work that I did with referees and all that sort of stuff. But it, it, it was nothing special. It's just talking to them with respect and talking about the game and sort of having a strong understanding about the rules. Yeah, there's a long, long way between you and James Graham, put it that way. But um, <laughs> now, Cam, you grew up in, in Logan, which is a, a real blue-collar uh, part of Queensland, and um, you grew up around rugby league with your dad and part of the Norse Devils yep. system, which was the Melbourne Storm system. Then finally you, you get to go down to Melbourne. But what made yeah. Melbourne so appealing to you as, a, as an 18-year-old to go to a club instead of one of the others? Mm. Well, I, I think more more than anything, Satu was the opportunity. And um, it, it was funny the way it panned out, mate, was because I, I was a Broncos fan through and through as mm. a young fellow. And I used to love watching them play and got to go out to see plenty of their games live um, you know, through my teenage years. And I always thought, you know, if I ever had the opportunity to play in the NRL, that I'd love to play for the Broncos. But I don't know, I just never had that opportunity or they never sort of come knocking um, to the, and showed their interest until... It wasn't until sort of late in the piece where um, it was in 2000, I, I just turned uh, 17, my last year of high school, and um, I went away and played in a, a schoolboys uh, competition up in Rockhampton and, um, you know, played okay. And then and just after that uh, carnival had finished, that's when the Melbourne Storm recruitment team sort of gave me a call and, and showed their interest and said, you know, we'd like to sign you on a two-year deal. Just after that, mate, the, the Broncos um, called up as well. So I actually went in and, and had a meeting with, with Wayne Bennett at Red Hill. And um, as, as it was as a 17-year-old, you know, it was extremely intimidating sitting in his office you know, trying to, to talk to him. I didn't really say too much. But in the end, as much as I wanted to, um, you know, play for the Broncos, I, I, I felt as though that, you know, the pathway to the NRL um, was with the Melbourne Storm. Because at the time, you know, the Broncos, they had Luke Prittis. He was the current New mm. South Wales. I think he might have even been the Australian dummy half um, at that stage before Denny Badiris sort of took over. Um, and also underneath him was Mick Ryan. So he was sort of, he was probably two, maybe three years older than me. So I was going to be third string at best um, for that footy side. Um, whereas Melbourne, the only recognised dummy half that was in that system was Richard Swain. Now, he was a very um, resilient type of player. I think he played like a ridiculous amount of matches consecutively. I think it was like 150 games in a row without missing any any matches. But um, I seen the opportunity down there um, far greater than than the Broncos. And it was hard because I had to move away from my family and all that sort of stuff. And I moved down there as an 18-year-old. But I guess looking back on it now, it was, it was probably the best decision I ever made. Living in Melbourne itself and being away from the bubble of southeast Queensland and Sydney as a rugby league player. Yeah. Did you enjoy yeah. that? Well, mate, the, early on, no. <laughs> because the, the, like, the climate was shocking and you know, having to, like, as you know, like being a, a, a sportsman, you know, like all your work is done outdoors. And no matter the weather and no matter the conditions, rain, hail or shine, you're outside and you're preparing. So I remember when that first winter hit, um, in 2003 and I just thought to myself like what am I doing here and uh, you know it was, a, it was a very different situation to what I'd found you know previously up you know, growing up in, in Queensland you know we hardly have a winter up here but um, you know it, it, it was very different you know the culture of, of the city is very different to Queensland Queensland you know everyone's very relaxed and laid back and Melbourne's a lot more sort of 
busy and on, on the go. But I must say, you know, by the end of my time there, I really loved the city and, and, and everything that, that makes it so special, you know, the sporting events, the food, um, you know, all the different events going on around town. Yeah, you know, it, it really did consume me and, and you know, I ended up starting a family down there. So um, in the end, mate, like, I really love my time down there and and certainly, um, you know, it's great to be back home now. I've been back home in Queensland for 12 months, but um, I'd never sort of rule out, you know, some stage down the track sort of going back to Melbourne and staying down there again. Okay. I'll turn my microphone back on. Uh, Cam, we talked about all those great achievements off the top of the show, and I didn't even mention half of them, Sats. Mm. Was missing out on that 2008 <laughs> grand final, was that was was that one of your greatest disappointments? Oh, it was, Jase, it was. Um, and, you know, I've, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, water's gone under the bridge since that moment, but I still remember, you know, the disappointment I felt um, in those last two matches because we finished minor premiers that year, were beaten by the Warriors, who finished eighth. And that was the first time that eighth had ever beaten first. They knocked us off in Melbourne um, when they scored right on the hooter, uh, the full-time siren, which made us then have to travel up to Brisbane for the second week of the finals to to play the Broncos. Um, So that was a huge game because that was the year where Wayne Bennett, he'd signed with St. George Illawarra. So everyone knew that this was Wayne's last um, season at the Broncos. So, you know, and we'd had our rivalries over the previous, you know, five or six years that I'd been playing. And um, I remember starting that match and, yeah, they they were very good. The Broncos started really well. At no stage in that game were we ever in front until Greg Inglis scored in the last, like, 15 seconds in the in the left-hand corner down the um, the southern end. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, I, I was... Um, I was charged for a tackle against uh, Sammy Thorday in that game. And it was because of what the reason I was suspended for the prelim and the grand final, um, those two matches after that victory, was because of um, a charge that I'd received in week one of that season. Hmm. Um, so it was pretty costly in the end. But, yeah, I missed those two games. And it just it's just a bad feeling, not so much from a, from a personal point of view, but it just it felt like I was... You know, I just I let my team down, and I wasn't there for them in those two games. Not that they needed me in that prelim against the Sharks. They, you know, we beat the Sharks twenty-four nil at the Footy Stadium in Sydney. Uh, but then, yeah, we 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 went uh, we come up against Manly the following week, and they give us a real touch-up. So I reckon that was the hardest eighty minutes of football that I've ever sat through. I reckon <laughs> just sitting on the sideline there, just helpless. And and I remember, you know, they. They panned to me just before the game started. I was sitting next to Ryan Hoffman. He was injured at the time, and uh, they put my, my they put my head on the big screen. And I reckon, out of the eighty five thousand that were there, I reckon about 80, 83 thousand of them booed. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> given to me. Rubbed it in. So, so that was a uh, yeah, that was a really uh, painful experience. You know, a really difficult eighty minutes to sit through. The first half wasn't too bad. You know, the boys weren't. It's pretty uh, close. I think it was only maybe yeah. Yeah, 12, 12 or 14 nil at half time, which, you know, like we'd, we'd come back from those deficits throughout the year before. But yeah, they, they were just very strong. They were a very good side that year, Manly, in 2008. And, and yeah, that, that was, that was something that hurt for a little bit. I, I guess until the, the following year where we got an opportunity to play in the finals again. And I think Craig Bellamy's probably made a, a comment before that, you know, he'd never seen, he'd never seen me so focused for a final series 
um, like like he did in 2009, and that was probably because of the missed opportunity the year before. Mm, I, Craig Bellamy going to the club in 2003, Cam, and it's only a short history at Melbourne, 1998, Premiers 1999, of course, but how important was it mm. for him, to, for all players, to embrace that very short history of the club? Oh, mate, uh, enormously, and, and still, the club is still a uh, relatively um, young organisation compared to a lot of the other clubs in the comp, mate. So um, I think, you know, from with my time there, every year we spoke about, um, you know, the traditions of the club and past players and past administrators and things like that and, and having an understanding of, you know, the organisation and how, how it come about and those, those, those people that got it off the ground because actually... Uh, there, there wasn't too many people that really wanted it to be successful, if, if I'm mm. honest. Um, you know, they were, I think there was a lot of people quite strongly against having a rugby league team in Melbourne, and they just they just didn't think it was going to work. So, you know, to have that understanding and, and to embrace those people that went down there in those first couple of years, I think it's I think it's it's, it's a part of why the club's been able to have su- sustained success is because of the struggles that those early teams went through like mm. you know just just to tell the listeners a little bit about the storm in those early years like they didn't really have any rugby league ovals to train on a lot of the ovals that they trained on were either cricket or afl ovals um you know the fields were marked out with like witches hats rather than the paint there was no goal posts that they trained around it was just you know trying to <laughs> trying to work out around those markings made by witches hats or poles so you know the the, the facilities and the, and everything around them weren't great, but what they did was they just they worked hard for each other and and really you know formed like a bond together and thought you know let's let's get down here and make this work and they did like they won a premiership only in their second season in '99 and from there I think that's just where you know the club just went from strength to strength you know year on year. Pretty good explanation of, of why high performance centres aren't that important. It's about yeah. what's inside the yeah. jersey, really, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah. yeah. Now, um, I interviewed, I've, I've mentioned this to you, actually. I interviewed Craig Bellamy a couple of weeks ago at a luncheon, and uh, mm. I asked him the question, mm. did you enjoy coaching your first year without Cameron? And he said, no, I didn't. <laughs> and, and, and he gave an explanation why, because he always felt as though that you're always that that voice he could go to, a uh, voice of reason. Did mm. you find yourself, yourself and Craig, and... And the other brains trust within the side. Did you find yourselves um, meeting most weeks about what was happening that week and what opponent you were coming up against? Yeah, well, we did. We did sats, and and that was probably part of you know being in that that sort of group, that spine that people talk about. You know, your full back, half back, five eighth, and, and dummy half. You know, that was sort of we we met quite regularly with Craig um, and the other assistants just to talk about our game plan and what we felt would work against a certain opposition that week. Um, but also the, the one thing that Craig was really strong on was having, you know, the leadership, uh, a leadership group within the footy squad. And yeah, he, he made sure that he was a part of, you know, the, the times that we met and, you know, we spoke about anything that we thought, you know, needed to improve or things that we were doing really great. So the, so the group needed some, and positive reinforcement on and just really about driving standards around our club. And I know, you know a lot of people have spoken about, you know, standards of the Melbourne Storm and culture and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, that was driven by Craig and, and, the, and, the, and the leaders 
you know, throughout my time there was that we just had a pretty straightforward, I guess, mindset was that, um, you know, the standards that you walk past were the standards that you accepted. So, you know, we just didn't want to lower our standards at any stage. We had certain things that we spoke about that needed to happen every day you were at training. And the one great thing about the the club was that, you know, we weren't afraid to be honest with each other. And everyone under, had an understanding that it wasn't it wasn't anything personal if someone spoke to you about mm. something that you were doing. It was it was more about you know trying to help them as a person, trying to help them as a as a footballer. And ultimately, if they were better, then the team was going to be better. Yeah, there you go, Cam Smith on Sports Day. Uh, second part of the chats with him uh, with Sats and I earlier this afternoon. In about twenty minutes' time, and, and I tell you, you want to hear the stuff about the salary cap scandal of 2010 and how the players found out and what happened in the room. That's on the way soon. This is Sports Day. We'll get to your text next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Oh, welcome back to Sports Day. Sats and Jace here in the Sports Day studio tonight. Badge is on holidays. He's back uh, Monday, December 6, two days before I move house. 0457 736 736. That's our text number if you want to get involved. Of course, tonight it's all about the Melbourne Storm. Part two of our Cam Smith chat coming up real soon. We want to know your favourite Melbourne Storm players, Sats. Lots of texts coming through. Yeah, there are. Uh, Phil in Melbourne, Matt Geyer, every grand final he played in, he played in a different position, including uh, at half or five-eighth after Scott Hill got injured in 99. Yeah, he had to fill in a number of positions. He is the true club man, Matty Buffer guy. He's a tremendous guy off the field, but he's a great player, and he'd work really hard as well, Matty Guy. Brother-in-law of Cam as well, isn't he? Or... He's godfather, or Cam's godfather. To yeah, each, like that, yeah, Each of their kids, I think yeah. they are. Yeah. Uh, my favourite Storm player, this is Mick from Moree. Yeah, welcome to, from Moree. Great part of the country, Moree. My favourite Storm player, Tarawa Nikau. Yeah. Turned the 1999 grand final in a 20-minute period after halftime. Outstanding competitor and was the reason they won their first title. Um, he played a huge part. I remember at halftime, Brett Noddy Kamali telling me a story where Taro Nikia more or less just said, everyone just follow me. I'm going to change this game. And he did. He just he just went on a one-man army warpath, both he and Stephen Kearney. Yeah. Outstanding they were. Um, there's a, a few, a couple of um, of the same here was Cooper Cronk was, was your favourite. Um, there's one also in relation to Evening Gents, uh, Rooster Muzz. It's come as no surprise for me. But but after what we what he did for the Storm and my beloved Roosters, Cooper Patrick Cronk gets my vote. P.S. Did anyone mention milk bottles yesterday? What's milk bottles? I don't know. Oh, the lollies. Oh, yeah, of course. They're pretty good. I like milk bottles, yeah. Uh, hi, Sats and Woogie. My favourite Melbourne Storm players are um, Robbie Ross. Aaron Muir was a very good player. Aaron Muir, strong. Dallas Johnson, he's one of my favourites. Ryan Hoffman. Ryan Hinchcliffe, outstanding. And Marcus Bye. Now, I was fortunate enough to play with Marcus in 1997. He came over from Papua New Guinea and was at the Gold Coast Chargers, then went to the Storm in 98. And we had Wes Patton as our halfback, <laughs> former Balmain halfback. And he's a great guy, Marcus. And um, his English was really good, but a lot of it was very broken English. But you could understand what he was saying. Yeah, and yeah. 
very easy to coach and a tremendous player. We knew what we had very early on. And um, there's this one game we were playing and Marcus jumped into marker and he made a tackle and he made another tackle, made another tackle. And, and anyway, they scored a try on his wing. And at halftime, our coach, Phil Economides, said, Marcus, what happened? He said, what are you talking about? He said, well, you made a tackle and you just kept making tackles. Yeah, your position as a winger, you've got to get back out to your wing. Yep. We end up conceding a try. He said, it is not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's Wes Patton's fault. He said, why is it Wes's fault? He said, because I made one tackle. And he said, Marcus Chase. Marcus Chase. So I kept chasing. Marcus kept chasing. <laughs> and Wes goes, no, I was saying Marcus Chase, not Marcus Chase. <laughs> he was, yeah, a, he was a great athlete. Great athlete he was, Marcus Boy, and had a great career in the, in the end. Um, in relation to uh, favourite, we talked about favourite jerseys. Yeah. Okay. And I'll get back Look, to that. The reason, because Manly going back to yes. their uh, old school jersey yeah. next year. Before I get to that one, we have got another one here about uh, – about Melbourne, uh, this is from um, Hillstrom. Yep. Evening, lads, and Cam the Goat uh, from yeah, Hillstrom in the Gippsland, Victoria here. Bit of a problem to choose. My top ten are so stacked with stats. Uh, Billy, Cam, and Finch Pie were <laughs> his few years as one of us uh, will be my top three. Yeah, glad the clap- captain's running the, and uh, and – Dan and Kemp uh, will continue as well. Now, listen, I want to. I want to raise this. Yeah, who'd be the biggest pest, Finchy or Munster, on the plane? Yeah, fourteen-hour flight. Mm. We asked this to Cam. Mm. Um, yeah, we haven't. Yeah, I'd say Munster. I'd say Munster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be the biggest pest. But Finchy now. Yes. See, he's mature now, Finchie. Yeah, see. He's got a child. He's mature. Yeah, he's but go back to Finchie playing days. Mm, yeah. nah, I'd, I'd still sit next to Finchie before. I'd drive. Playing. Yeah. I wouldn't even get on that plane. Now, top uniforms or top jerseys. Sporting jerseys. Sporting yeah. jerseys. I say Green Bay Pack. I love the Panthers' chalky soldiers. Sats and Dallas, Jace. Dallas Cowboys, My mate, top five the... uniforms. Probably yep. the best way to say it. Best uniforms. Chicago White Sox. The Great Britain League team. I didn't like the Great Britain League team, Jason. Don't mind it. The old Redskins NFL. Can't say Redskins anymore. Uh, QPR, English footy, Queen's Park Rangers. Yep. And he's number one. This is from St. Boyd, of course. The big red V. v. Yeah. It's clean. It's basic. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. You know, there is a football soccer one I do like um, because I'm now following Sunderland. I don't mind Sunderland. Because you watch the... Sunderland yeah. till I die. Okay, yeah. yep. All right, mate. Any others? Uh, good evening, Sats and Jace. Not working tonight. My son and son Evan and I agree. GI favourite storm play for the same reason. That South connection. Cheers, Mickey G from Woodbury. Thanks, Mickey, for your yeah. text. Cam Smith was not just the storm's greatest. He'll be the next statue at the front of Suncorp Stadium. If the question was who was the storm's biggest larrikin, have to say Finchie. Yeah. I, um, it, when. That, that's an interesting thing. What about in the interview he said he would mind, he would like to go back to, we could consider going back he to Melbourne. He could see himself going back there. It, what, in a coaching capacity after well, bellyache leaves? Or? He's always a bit of a, bit of a mystery, Cam. Yeah. You know, he's, he's very candid with us, obviously, because we know him, but uh, he's always been of a mystery about what his plans are with anything, even during his footy career, when he was going to retire, what's he going to do next? And 
Um, there is no doubt that he'll end up in some coaching capacity, whatever that may be. Yeah. But at the moment, he's just enjoying retirement and taking the kids to school. Before we go to a break, can I just read a, a text out from our mate Danger uh, of AA of Cairns? Hi, boys. It's me again. Fantastic night for a fight night. Of course, yes. Timmy Zoo coming up later on. I hope, he, I hope the wind's cut from your friend with a room for you and your family when you come to Cairns Wagga. Mm. What? I, I, I don't know. I, don't try and explain it. Danger. I, I can't explain to the missus that I'm going to go stay at your place. I don't think, and my children. I love my family. I don't think it's appropriate. We better get to a break. This is Sports Day. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed when we come back. Some more of your texts. Oh, some news headlines, and I've got some raw news for you as well. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Sports Day news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yeah, unfortunately, a bit of uh, sad news. Uh, William Tyrrell's foster parents will face court next week after being charged over the alleged assault of a child. The charges are unrelated to the continuing search for William Tyrrell. Uh, this afternoon. That is continuing. Uh, on a lighter note, I do have some Royal News, ladies and gentlemen. I know you love your Royal News. Sats, you're a big fan. I just spilt my water so on the new, in the new studio. Yeah, don't tell anyone. What, what, have you done any damage? No, not yet. Where's we'll, the we'll water? We'll find out soon when we actually go off air. Do you want me to go and get a tea towel? No, you're right. You sure? I do love the Royal News. Prince Charles and Camilla stepped out last week where the Duchess of Cornwall has been showered with praise while attending a high-profile dinner in Jordan. They liked her. What? Why they liked her presence. Why high, high praise? Well, they liked the way she was dressed. They liked the way she well presented groomed. herself. She, well groomed. She had a brush. Um, no, they liked her. They liked her, the way that she presented herself. Anyway, listen, don't, don't stuff around. They're on a, a four-day tour of Jordan. Then they're off to Egypt. Junk it. Egypt later this I'd love month. to go to Egypt. Yeah, be a good place. Any of the listeners been to Egypt? Can you recommend Egypt? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Yeah, if you can offer, like, recommend a restaurant where mains are under ten bucks, that'll be nice. Is that what you're after? No, I oh. just want to know whether it's a good experience. Okay, uh, they are the first members of the British royal family to carry out major overseas tours since the COVID pandemic began. Mm. It's big royal news. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. What? That's the play-up music already. Time for the weather. New Farm, Australian through or through. Flooding at Forbes has been downgraded, which is good news. But the Lachlan River is expected to peak near major flood level today. Now, that was an update at about 4 o'clock this Savo. Plenty of residents have decided not to evacuate while a school and roads close. The SES says the community is resilient and experienced with the flooding. Our thoughts with everyone in Forbes uh, tonight. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. Sats, we've got to get to a break, mate. This first hour has just flown by. Part two of our chat with Cam Smith is coming up where he takes us inside the Melbourne Storm salary cap scandal and what happened in that room. That is on the way next. This is Sports Day. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed.
Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.